real studies. Happy Saturday, man. March 5th, 2022, and welcome to the bag. It's time for that bag. The Steelers Saturday mailbag here on the Still Study. It's another episode of the study session number 247. And I'm tremendously grateful that you're joining me here today. As always, my gratitude to you for being a listener, reader, sharer of my work. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Please continue to connect with me. Let's make it happen. Drop me a line. You can comment directly on the articles. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Let's make that happen. And also, please be sure to check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Recently recorded an episode with Matt Cecil. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. Jim and I should be coming coming back at you sometimes, sometime next week with a very special guest. You don't want to miss it. It is linked in the show notes. And so let's jump into the bag. What do we got here today? We're going to start out with a comment. This was from Tiffany West a few weeks ago when I was talking about Juju Smith-Schuster and the importance of getting him resigned and what not resigning him will mean for this wide receiver room for free agency in the offseason. But Tiffany commented, I pray Juju doesn't leave. Tiffany, thanks for the comment. Appreciate it very much. I don't know if I'm to the extent where I'm praying for Juju not to leave. But what I can tell you is the impact and what is going to happen as a result of not re-signing Smith-Schuster. It's going to have a domino effect. It's going to require them to do extra work in free agency and through the draft. And this is already a team that has a lot of work to do this offseason. And so, yes, Tiffany, I can relate to the feeling. I want them to keep Juju around. But like I've said, I don't know if, if I see that as something that's plausible. And his time with the Steelers may be done, but I think they would be wise to get a deal finished there. Next up, I have a comment from Dale out of New York doesn't give a specific location Dale writes hand size for quarterback does matter Jeremy ball security is a real thing grip for throws with velocity is a real thing your take doesn't see the importance of this measurable Dale appreciate it hey we can have contrasting points of view that's fine I understand the concern with ball security. I hear you. But every quarterback at some point will have issues with ball security. There are other things that you can do to hold on to the football. And it's not just going to be how long your hands are that will determine whether or not you can hold on to it. In terms of Velocity when throwing the football, 
I think Pickett's game film from his senior year shows plenty of enough zip on his throw. So, yeah, I hear what you're saying. It sounds good. But I think Pickett's arm is just fine. I don't think that his hand size is going to have any type of impact on the velocity of his throws. So, Dale, while I appreciate your perspective, I don't see this measurable as being the be-all, end-all in evaluating Kenny Pickett. And as I said the other day, I hope he does fall to pick 20 because if I'm Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin, I know who I'm picking. Picking some picket. So, Dell, again, we may not agree on this one, but the hand size, yeah, I just I'm not picking I'm not picking up what you're putting down there. But appreciate the comment. Keep reading, man. We can agree to disagree. Next up, Max from Lansing, Michigan. Max from Lansing. Here's the question. Max writes, with Malik Willis's performance at the Combine, do you think there's any possibility that the Steelers trade up to land him? First of all, as always, Max, sir, thank you so much for being a supporter of the study, for sending in your question. I truly do appreciate it. Thank you for that. And so you, you raise a good point. There is precedent for the Steelers to move up. Most recently for Devin Bush. They had to give up a lot of capital to do so. I think prior to that, and maybe I'm wrong here, but the last time they traded up before that was for Troy Polamalu. So there is historical precedent for the Steelers moving up in the first round. Now, what is the likelihood that that will happen in this year's draft? I'm not sure yet, but the one thing that makes me not subscribe to the belief that they will trade up is the fact that they don't have a ton of draft capital. So if they use a current pick from this year, that's one less pick they're going to have to reload. You could trade picks from future years, but would teams be interested in that? You could package players. I just don't see enough draft capital right now or player capital within this team for them to move up. Now, that's not to say that the team can't package some type of deal because we're talking about savvy football minds. You're talking Kevin Colbert. I'm not going to question his football acumen when it comes to personnel and a trade. It's just difficult for me to envision. Do I think that they could trade up for Malik Willis based on his performance? I think they like him. 
Still think it's a little bit early. We want to see his pro day. There's still much more evaluation that has to go into it. But as I've said all along, if Willis is the quarterback that they're enamored with and they believe he's the guy, that franchise guy, then yeah, I could definitely see them moving up to pick him. But Max, thank you for your question. Lansing, Michigan. Yeah, man. And the last one comes in from Zach out of Pennsylvania. I'm not given a specific location here. And the question is, forget quarterback. Why not just build the offensive line first? Behind the offensive line from this past year, the quarterback is going to get killed. Zach out of PA, thank you for your question. Thank you for writing in. I appreciate it very much. And you make a good point. I'm not going to discount the fact that the Steelers have to rebuild their offensive line. There's no question about it. They have to rebuild their defensive line. The defensive line I feel a little bit better about because it seems that Stephon Tuitt is going to make a return. We're still waiting to hear official word, but we heard from Kevin Colbert that he's optimistic about his return. Same type of sentiment from Cameron Hayward. So I'm not so much concerned about the defensive line. In terms of the offensive line, you can do a lot of things in the second round, third round, free agency to make this a good offensive line. And when I say good offensive line, I mean an actual good offensive line that can get a push in the running game, that can pass protect, that can open holes for Najee Harris, that can give Mason Rudolph time. There are guys in free agency that can make that happen. I think you could land a starting guard, starting tackle in the second round. I don't think they need a tackle. I've said that. I've been on record saying they need to resign a core four. I'm satisfied with Dan Moore on the left side. Get yourself an interior guy, left guard, right guard, second round of the draft, plug him in, go to work in free agency. This could be a good offensive line. And you can't base everything solely, exclusively on the performance from this past season that however they performed is the way that it's going to be. It doesn't have to be that way. So I say that while keeping in mind, you're not going to find that franchise quarterback in free agency. You're not. It's not Jameis Winston. It's not Mitchell Trubisky. It's not Tyrod Taylor. It's not Marcus Mariota, but it could be Kenny Pickett. It could be Malik Willis. It could be Matt Corral. It could be Desmond Ritter. It could be Sam Howell. We don't know. The value at pick 20 is better spent on a player who could be the face of your franchise, who is going to be involved in critical decisions, third down conversions, points, 
there's greater value for a quarterback than there is for an offensive lineman. You could build your offensive line through the draft, through free agency. You've got to get your quarterback at pick 20. So, Zach, I hear you. But pick number 20 is a quarterback. And I'll say that all the way up until the draft, all the way through the draft. If I'm proven wrong, I'm proven wrong. I'm riding with what my expectation is based on what I have observed so far from the organization, from the comments of the Steelers brass. It's a quarterback at pick 20. They'll start building their offensive line in the second round and through free agency. And studyings, that is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of the bag. Thank you so much for joining me here today on your Saturday. Hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy time with your family and friends. Get back at me on Monday. We're going to be rocking it with more study sessions, more content here on the Still Study. My gratitude to you. We can connect one of three ways. Drop me a line comment directly on the articles hit me up via email thestillstudy at gmail.com follow me on twitter at stillstudy would love to connect with you check out the cast over on the still city insider it's linked in the show notes and remember life is beautiful in the black and gold peace everyone make it a wonderful weekend